Okay, we're back. Oh, thank God. Jesus, oh, Lord. Hello. Yes, yes, we're good to roll. Ready to roll. All right, and that sounds better. Mm-hmm. You sound very good. Yeah, wait, wait. Because I was like, oh, my God, Jesus, what's going on? Yeah, Sorry, people. Sorry about the delay in everything. But you know how it is. You know, when you're a player, you're a pimp. You know, people don't want you to be pimping in your pimping. So they be trying to stop you from pimping. But you got to understand you can't even stop <laughs> a from pimping because that's what they was born to be is a pimp. <laughs> can you stop a pimp from pimping? I mean, can you stop a fish from swimming? Hell no. You can't stop a right. pimp from pimping. <laughs> but is they try. Pork? I mean... They try. But, you know, um, this discussion before all the delays and extra BS, and I messed up my house and everything, trying to get a good, good piece of working equipment. Uh, <laughs> we're going to talk about, you know, what's going on in the media nowadays, okay? I know y'all have been aware of, who did it start with? Did it start with that uh, Olympics? Girl, yes. most recently it started with Simone Biles dropping out of the Olympics or whatever um, competition she was in in the Olympics because of okay. mental health. Okay, but did she get caught sm smoking weed? That's why she said she was smoking weed because she had a mental health problem. No, that was Sh Shakara. She was the runner, so she was the runner who never got a allowed to participate in the Olympics. I love her. Just by the way. She's awesome. Oh, so you mean to tell but, me I got I got two different issues mixed up and put it into one, huh? Well, no, not really, because Shakaria actually says she smoked because she was going through grief over her the passing of a family member. And Simone actually had a lot of stuff happening in her life personally um, that she had to stop and, and deal with. And um, so I don't think you really conflated the two issues, but you know, the Olympics sh shined a light on the mental health issue at large. And see, you know, this, uh, this, 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 situ this situation, this issue, this topic, I don't know, I guess because it's so close to home that I'm kind of, I'm not offended by it, but I'm like, you know, that's kind of like, that's like one of the things uh, a lawyer will tell, you know, his client <laughs> to win a case. Blame it on a mental issue. You, you I was uncomfortable. But I think these days it's a valid um, explanation. I, no, it's not valid. I don't think it's valid because, matter of fact, you know what? I had talked about this uh, uh, the other day of, you know, being having a mental timeout and stuff so you could be consciously aware of what you're doing. So, okay, with this mental things, okay, we have, okay. We're going to say, well, and I don't even, to me, if you ask me, I don't even think they was wrong for smoking weed for it. Yeah, but, but it's against the rules. I mean, no, it wasn't wrong. In but yeah, but just to pull, yeah, yeah, but just to pull that card. As a matter of fact, actually, that's that's one one of the things that if I was a, a, a person to prescribe something like that, I would prescribe something like that because it won't go into anything deeper than what, you know, most depression pills have 
and you, you really mean, don't. What do you mean by that? Go into anything deeper. What you mean? Because it's weed. It's natural. Those are herbs. Now, if you if you calculate what's in a let's say a five milligram depression pill, you will find more addictive chemicals in that five milligram depression pill than you will do with weed. Now, it really does depend on the pill. That's with any pill. Well, no, because uh, you know some pills do different things, and they act exactly, on exactly, systems. exactly. The pill there, it's a it, the pill is to take is to make you feel basically to counteract your emotions and counteract your thoughts and the way you perceive life. Now, we is not going to do that. We is going to calm everything down from the nervous system, the heart rate, the blood flow. I mean, just not calming down, not to a point where it's slowing it down where you will slowly actually die, but it's leveling it, it's leveling, it's leveling it out. Well, wait, first of all, we're all slowly dying. That's, that's inevitable. No one can change that. I mean, you can. Exercise. Yeah, we are, but we could either, we could either be speeding up that process by not taking care of, by not taking care yes, of ourselves. Of yes, course, we you know, we go, we slowly, you know, diminishing. I mean, that's what we was created for to, to, to do. No that. one gets out of this alive. Yeah. But, you know, we can make that process happen a little bit faster by, you know, not taking care of our temple. And that's the first, and the first thing that goes with that is the mind. You know, the mind is, see, and, and that's another thing, but this mental issue because people is not giving the mind more credit than it needs. And tacking on mental issues just to excuse people's behavior, it's, for one, it's not, they shouldn't do that. And for two, uh, from a person who experienced a, another person and dealing with it and going through it, that actually who had a mental issue, it, it wasn't nothing bright about it. it. wasn't nothing exciting about it. Matter of fact, it, I mean, it left a scar so bad that I had to think, I had to come up with a good reason for me to accept this in order to deal with it. Okay, I see you. And this so, was at an early young age. It sounds you like know, you don't want it to be an excuse that lets people off the hook. Right, and, and that people still need to be responsible, even if they do something because they have a mental illness, they're still responsible. For example, myself, um, as you know, I'm bipolar, but I take a medication for it. Now, if I wanted to, if, if I went off on somebody and decked somebody and beat them into the ground because I had a moment, yeah, I'm still responsible for that. I still go to jail. I'm exactly. like bipolar. And they'll medicate me, but yeah, I still committed a crime. I beat somebody. I shouldn't do exactly. that. Exactly. If, 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 if that don't help you out, well, well, let's just medicate your ass to where you cannot be consciously of anything you're doing. Well, hopefully not that. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm just saying. <laughs> hey, well, there are drugs out there that people if, if, think if they have that experience. If my mental issue, okay, I got a solution for your mental issue. Let's just shut it down Shed it off to where you're not aware of anything. <laughs> yeah, but in that case, you're under constant supervision in a ward. You know, that right. you're in a ward. And you're medically dying. Matter of fact, you matter of fact, you're medically dead any damn dead. way. Yeah, I see so, what you're saying. Because the brain can't you can react make the to argument that you're practically the brain dead. is not ain't, it's like ain't nobody there. Physically, 
But mentally and emotionally, ain't nobody there. So with these depression pills and, you know, mental medicine that they're giving these people, you know, to help to balance out their chemical imbalance, it's actually erasing most of the important things that they need in their life to just live. Such as, what do you mean? Like, for once, let's say you have a, let's say you don't have an anger problem. You just haven't been taught to have to sit down and deal with your anger. So you goes off, turn up shit and every goddamn thing else. So now, they see, give you that a That sounds people. like a problem to me. Huh? <laughs> now that sounds like a problem to me. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is a problem. But it only reason why it's a problem because you wasn't taught to how to deal with your feelings, your anger. You, that's that's a bunch of shit that you had in you, and you wasn't taught to how to use it and you know turn it towards something else. You just know you mad. But you, you don't know why you're mad, and you can't express that you're mad. So this anger builds up, and it, and it's, it's built up inside. It's going to turn into an action. It has to come out. Because if it don't, that's where, you know, that's where we got psychopaths and, and sociopaths come from. Yeah. Because there's some type of emotion or feeling that they had experienced, and they couldn't get it out from they have nowhere to go with it so they suppressed it and it's it quite that simple when it comes to sociopathy and psychopathy i know there's m multiple ways that it can manifest and for multiple reasons but i think what you're saying is important because i think that, i think that's one way to look at it i think that that sometimes people are put into situations that cause them to develop mental illness and sometimes people are just born with it it's congenital and you know, yeah, mom had it, dad had it. Yeah, it is generational. And then, you know, uh, street drugs don't make it any better. So, no ham, no ham, no turkey. No, so they don't. When you add street drugs to medically drugs, you're mixing a whole bunch of chemicals that's, that's still kind of acting with, with the mental, with the brain source. So, Absolutely. so you got also, actually, you actually add more damage than actually, you know, help and prevent it. But the brain can be rewired and can be reprogrammed without the effects of medicine taking a pill. Yeah. Because that's just making the brain think it's doing something and, and, and it really ain't. You know, because the brain the brain is is stuck somewhere in a timeline where it cannot process those emotions, those feelings. That's what I was getting to with the pill. Got you. <laughs> that it, it cuts off that emotion part about you or those you know actions part where you cannot express that part so it stops it and that's where people let's say people can't be in relationships they have a fair commitment and they can't stick to anything you know they jump from this to that is that because the emotional part of their mental part is excluded out. I mean, they 
they have no feelings. You know how a person that say they emote, they just absent emotionally. <laughs> yes. That's what I'm talking about. And you know, most motherfuckers that go to the army then it did and it did time too. This is something yes. they have to program themselves to be like. Yeah, so that's and, the, that's the learned portion of, of mental illness, yeah. Yeah. And they stay in that aspect of that mind frame and to actually bring it back is going to take some work, some therapy. <laughs> I mean, therapy but, is like a massage. I think we can all benefit from it, you know, no matter I, what our mental health is. I like it because it's it's, it's from somebody, it's, it's from a different source, like Google. <laughs> Good point. And 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 they don't know me. The thing <laughs> is, you know, for example, my mom, I've always tried to get her into therapy, like my whole life, actually. And her thing is like, why would I tell a stranger my business? And it's like, no, they're the it's best like, person to tell because they can't right, against you. Right. The it's same like, way. They don't know you. You don't know them. It's like, fuck it. I can tell you whatever. You ain't got shit to do with me. Right. Um, and and they and they're not gonna give you advice from a personal level. Right. Right, it's professional. They've done work right. to school for this. Right, you know they know that they know the deal. You're not the first one they've seen. You know, right. <laughs> and, <laughs> and people just have and, and and people's view of a therapist. I I just can't stand it. I can't stand it. I'm not crazy. Yes, you are. Everybody got some type of imbalance in them because we not all have been affected by something in our life. So. You might not know that you have been affected by it because, you know, you're just going on through life and it's really probably not noticeable or nobody just haven't pointed it out to you. That goes back to that unconsciously behavior. <laughs> that people just be unconsciously doing it and not, not knowing they're aware that they're lying. <laughs> yeah. Or you know, spending reckless, you know. But um, my my experience with it, it was like I said, I had to come up with a, a good point just to deal with it. I just my good point was in that time and and when I was experiencing experiencing, it was my time. It was that time for me to get anything that I wanted. <laughs> and I know <laughs> I should be ashamed of thinking like that or feeling like that. But that's how I was able to deal with it because experiencing it as a young kid and not actually knowing and what's what's going on and how this happened. Yeah. I knew, I knew that it wasn't normal, but I knew that it wasn't something that a person should be going through and dealing with because, you know, when you have a person that's your primary care taking care of you, just mm -hmm. be irresponsible, and that's like having a, a parent on drugs. Yes, yes, <laughs> I know what you mean. And 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 it, and it comes just. I mean, well, we as I got older in it, I saw the signs mm -hmm. of it when it was about to start. And how long it will last, and what would be the triggers? Yeah. See, with me and my situation, uh, 
my mother would get triggered by stress. Yep. She can't handle it. She can't handle stress. She can't handle a whole bunch of bullshit because it just fucking just whack her out, just go off and and you just go off. <laughs> Be gone for days. Ain't nobody heard from her, seen her, and worried about her, hoping she's safe and alive. But she always came home safe, though. That's one thing she did. She always came home safe. But the shit that she would do, pick up strangers and just just behaving out of the norm. But yeah. But listen, let me li- li- listen. You you hear what I said? Behaving out of the norm. Yes. Somebody bring up a place like Shadow Mountain. You know, a place. You know, a place for people who really are like that. That motherfucker straighten up real quick. <laughs> ah. <laughs> so there's an awareness. Yes. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. That's why I say that unconsciously thinking. No, there's awareness of everything you do. You just putting a blindfold over it and trying to you know mask it. You're absolutely, you know, my friend tells me she has a sister who's straight up schizophrenic, like classical case textbook schizophrenic. And she said that, you know, she notices that when you when you start pulling the law into something or if you start getting really serious with her, she'll straighten up. Uh-huh. And I'm like, well, so she believes that there is some awareness within mental illness. And yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, it is. My mama will give you enough information to where they say where she's consciously aware of what's going on. We cannot take her. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I don't mean to. I got I got to laugh at it. I'm not to cry about it. But um, <laughs> but you know, but the I guess I want to say the embarrassment, the you know, the after talk of you know experiencing it and going through it for so long. I mean, that shit started when I was like seven, seven, six years old. I'm forty. And last experience I had, I say I probably was in my thirties, probably 35, 36. But now she got to the point where when she goes, when she gets like that, she stay in the motherfucking house because she already know one of her kids <laughs> was sending the people's out for. <laughs> Matter of fact, no, I'll take that back. I'll, I'll I'll take that back. I'll take that back. I wouldn't say she went into one when her brother died, but she was trying to keep herself from going into one so bad that she got, she had a slight seizure. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, because that was kind of heavy on her because, you know, that was her baby brother and her sister, her two older sisters are dead. Her mom and daddy is dead. Her mom right. and step, her stepmom and daddy is dead. And now her little baby brother is dead. So, you know, so I, I, I will understand that point right there. But I still won't give it a pass because that will be like I'm making an, an excuse for all the other times, you know. And life is hard. Life, life is life is not fair. Life ain't gonna be what we wanted. But to be able to deal with the bullshit that you catch it and maintain it, there's no excuse for this. Yeah, I get you. Mm-hmm. Everybody go through 
So we just can't mask something or come up with some type of name for for from disruptive behavior that we automatically know that we ain't supposed to be doing because we was taught in our home. You know, some of us, I ain't gonna say all of us, but either way it go, we had somebody, there was something in our life to demonstrate, you know. Absolutely. Dude, behavior is learned. Behavior is learned. Behavior is learned. Yeah. We get everything from somewhere. Yeah. And to me, and and that's learned. And well, when my mama's situation, I'm like, what? Where the fuck did you learn this motherfucking behavior? Because it's kind of manipulative at the same time, too, and <laughs> and you you can use it to your benefit. Matter of fact, I think she did too. Matter of fact, I know she did. But just to use that for benefit issues to me that 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 brings a person down to a certain level to actually stop them progressing and to be much more of what they're supposed to be in life. Because at the end of the day, it comes up to these labels that we that we come sure. up with and that we hold in and that we tacking on people. And that's one of the things that's stopping most of us are actually to becoming people who we're supposed to be. It's these fucking labels. We tack on these fucking labels. I, dude, I, I don't, I cannot disagree with you there. Um, so w- one thing I try to do in my normal thinking, in my everyday thinking, is I try not to think of myself, at least metaphorically. That is, you know, don't, I, I try not to make a meaning out of my life. Like, well, I'm this kind of person. I'm that kind of person. I do this, so this means I'm that. It's like, no, 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 no. I'm just doing this because I did this in this moment. That's it. Keep it pushing. And, and, see, and it, not thinking of myself in this grand way, but it's like, no, I'm just this dude up here going to work this morning. I'm just this dude who about to put his shoes on and walk his dog. Instead of saying, well, I'm wearing these kind of shoes and these kind of shorts, so this makes me this type of person. You don't put no expectation on your character. You don't put no expectations on your character. There doesn't need to be. Mm-hmm. Doesn't need to be. You know, and, and we just do that stuff automatically because that's how society, honestly, trains us to think of ourselves. <laughs> Um, well, I mean, look at I'm not, advertising. I'm not gonna lie. I, I'm not gonna lie. My character expectation sets the bar up to God. <laughs> so not that high. <laughs> it's that high, and that's why I, I battle with you know being down on myself, you know, a lot too, and plus being you know bothered with you know that shit I had to deal with in childhood, you know, is being bullied to and talked about. So I can I, I get I get in those moods where the fuck, you know, I feel like I can I should have done better. I should be better. Because on top of that, that was one of the aspects that was used into receiving the emotional uh, support with my family. You had to be doing something greater than the other person or what you're supposed to do to actually receive emotional support to be recognized. Ah, okay. <laughs> so kind of in a, a competitive environment. Right. So, <laughs> right. And so growing up in that atmosphere and me just being me, you know, I, I don't really give a care. I, I'm just trying to, I feel like I, I'm just being me. 
Just, you do what it does. Yes, you've always just done what the fuck it does. <laughs> you, you, you have never not done you. Nobody ever has to say, Natalie, just be you. <laughs> right. So I didn't really care about, you know, all this other stuff and this everything else. I just want to live and be happy doing it. Hey, fucking man. <laughs> That's it. Now, when you bring all this other stuff and, around, and on that, I want to say something, Ali. You, you, you know, you came into this world re- and you realized that you don't owe nobody shit, and that is honestly how you conduct yourself. You conduct yourself as like, hey, I'm just here being me. Like, I don't owe you anything but me. So what? What's the problem? And, but let me correct you. Like, let me let me re- correct you. Like, and I don't even owe myself to people, and that's mm-hmm. one thing. That I that I that I am learning now, just you know, and that was due to the environment. Is because you know when I did give myself to people, they didn't know how to receive it. I was constantly being, you know, put down of my standards, and like I said, I my my expression of myself is fucking high than a motherfucker. To the point where I had to take a step back and be like, um, damn, that wasn't me. The problem was with you. You had a problem with what I was doing. I'm just doing yep. me. <laughs> it's always the other person that has a problem. A lot of, dude, like, I'm going to say uppers of 80% of the time, we are perfectly fine with how the fuck we conduct ourselves. It's other people that have the problem. And I'm not talking about conducting yourself as in going in and like, breaking people's car windows or or being crazy and childish but i mean literally living and up to the life. point where you're questioning yourself huh to the point where you questioning yourself about exactly. yourself exactly. all that <laughs> and, comes and, from outside and, and and i always said i always told myself when i got to question myself about myself something is fucking wrong because i'm a type of person i don't ask questions i just go in and do it regardless if it's good for me or not. <laughs> it's questions later. <laughs> and when I got to come in and, and ask myself, am I a nice person? Why people don't get along with me? Am I really mean? Am I really? That just, I, I got to be like, bitch, stop it. You know, you do not do nothing purposely. You know, you know, you 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 might be sometimes unconsciously of what you're doing, but you're not unconsciously what you're doing. You just being you. That's it. And you shouldn't apologize or have to worry about uh, walking on, you know, like you walking on thin ice everywhere you go because people are, don't know who they are and, and not comfortable with who they are. And they're not comfortable if they made a mistake. They're not comfortable if they stink. I'm, I'm, they're just not comfortable with themselves, period. Exactly. So, due to that, being in a world where you're comfortable with, with, with you, it's kind of, it ain't hard to maneuver around. It's, it's a lesson that if you're not really paying attention to, can lead to mental illness because it's the destruction. Matter of fact, we already got the destruction of self on top of the destruction of outer resources that's kind of like really playing on our mental. Yeah. And at the end of the day, 
all we're trying to do is fill out those inner childhood dreams that we did have or that we used to have. I don't know if people have them anymore. I haven't asked around, but y'all know them childhood dreams. I want to be the president. <laughs> I want to be a lawyer. I want to be a firefighter. Is 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 that that we are trying to fulfill? I think, in some sense, you have. Yeah, I, I think there's probably multiple things we try to fill, but that is certainly one of them. Yeah, because when you think of it, where you think most mental issues probably start at is adolescence age, when a kid is like seven or eight years old. Well, that's not adolescence. Oh well, when. Well, adolescence, well, pre-adolescence. Yeah, pre-adolescence. It's around about that age. That's what, first grade? I would say second. Okay, between first and second grade. Yeah. That's where it starts. Now, imagine... I mean, they say you can tell as early as the fucking preschool that yeah. you know who's going to be the depressed kids, who's going to be the outgoing kids. Yeah, you can. The gay kids. They can tell pretty quick, apparently. Yeah, I you can. The thing is, uh, show me a seven-year-old. It's, 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 it's the person's behavior. Yeah, it's little things. It's it's uh yeah, it's behavior. That's why I was like, well, I hope my trauma don't show on my sleeve. I know I run my emotions on my sleeve sometimes. <laughs> don't we all? <laughs> but. <laughs> Anything that you go through life is going to have some type of mental effect on you. It's going to make you not, you know, go for that job you wanted to go for or go for that relationship you want to go. I mean, it's just like a whole blockage. It's To me, it's just a big blockage that's stopping you from actually reaching your highest self. That's all it is. I can see that. I mean... You know, I don't know about the highest self thing. I don't know if I would use that language, but definitely keeps you from doing the, what may Why come not? naturally to you. Well, Why not? You know, I don't, again, I, I feel like that's venturing too far into the world of metaphor. And okay. I, I'm trying not to see myself like, you know, I'm, a, you know me, I don't, I don't believe in supernatural. See, I'm you know what, Charles, you know why? Because you don't have the ego part of that. And I think, you know, if you put the ego with it, it would turn into something dark, you know, that narcissistic behavior, you know, that behavior that we're talking about. Mm -hmm. So your perspective of yourself is in the higher form because you already knowing that, you know, you well, you know who you are. That's why, you, that's, wow. why you, that's why you saying it like that. And that's why, you know, you putting it like that and looking at it like that because you don't want nobody to get the wrong perspective, you know, what, you know, yes. you don't know. No, we're going to crush. Let me correct myself. You don't want to get into that wrong perspective of thinking that, you know, you're higher than you untouchable. Yeah, and it's, not. And it's, and it's easy to get like that. But that's it. Uh, <laughs> and it all goes with vibration. If you're Wait, what was the last thing you said? Also with what? Huh? You sound that always go, go with the, the vibration. Your vibration. If you lowering it, if you if you going at a low vibration, of course you are gonna think that you can't be you untouchable. You higher than 
than that, and you better, you know. It's it's normally when people think of themselves that way, it's protective. They're protecting something inside. You're like, oh, no, man, you're everything. You know, it's like the girl in high school is like, "Uh uh-uh, they they don't like me. These hoes jealous of me, da-da-da-da-da, because I look better than them. It's like, no, you're a bitch to everybody. You know, like, or you talk about, you know, or you sleep with this dude's, that girl's man. Like, no, that's why they don't like you, man. And it's like the narcissistic part takes over to protect you know, that, that particular person's ego. Um, I, I'm what? not going to call no names, but I see this all the time in the gay community. <laughs> a lot. Um, you know, it's just like, whoa, where did all that ego come from? How about you just swallow the fucking truth and realize that, yo, you did something. It caused somebody to feel a certain way and they reacted to you and they told you about it. And it's like, there's this protective mechanism that kicks in that makes it all about I did that. No, I didn't. I, you, you lying? Uh uh-uh. uh, bitch. Just the fuck you did. Just own up to it. Yes, now, see me, yes. I, <laughs> yeah, that's exactly hey, right. I would, I would I say, would really? No, I wouldn't. I'm like, dude, come on. We all do this shit. Let's see me. I would say, really, and then I would have to think of it because anytime somebody tell me I behaved in a matter, I have to sit back and think think about it. And with me being me, I'll be like. Now, if it's true, I'll laugh about the shit. <laughs> me, too. me too. Me too. I will totally laugh about that shit. Be like, I'm such an ass. My bad. <laughs> Take a yep. leave it. Me too. Me too. We can laugh together over it because that's just life. That's just how shit is. For real, man. If I didn't, oh, we finna go to hell. We finna go to war with it. And we'll probably won't ever speak again period. Just by you, you know, trying to say that I was acting in a such a way that's not even in me. Yeah. And if it is, and if it's, and if it is in me, it was brought out by probable cause. Probable cause. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. <laughs> it was brought out. But see, what I don't understand is when people bring out something in somebody, why? Why the other person who brought that shit out and be shocked? I don't right. understand. Yeah, they, I don't know what that's about either. I know you know what you asked for, right, nigga? You you sitting up dishing this shit out, but when my shit is more aggressive and more effective than your bullshit ass that you dish it out to me, the whole world finna end, and then I'm looking like the bad guy. <laughs> That's why I say, you know, some some response to people and these labels they try to put on you ain't even worth responding to. I know. It's all a mental game. It is definitely all in the head. Yes, and we we put ourselves in these mental uh, prisons by (laughs) just by living. Just by living, because we have to be this, we have to be that, we have to do this. I mean, it's just pressure. Mental and emotional prisons. Yeah, it's pressure. It's, it's we, ridiculous. It's, we just we just need to be like, hey. But, you know, I can understand, you know, some of the point, like with you in advertising, you do want to put out good work. But if you being creative and your creative work is coming from something that you automatically have in you, then that shit is going to flow like water. It's true. But not everybody's that fortunate. 
we not. I mean, but, you know, some people just have more of that than others. It's just like, but you know, but you know why why they not there for you because it's a block somewhere. No, I mean, I don't know. I, you know, it's just like not everybody can pe- play piano. It's it's just. But but they, but it's something else they can do creatively. That they very they they sure. that they. Yeah, no, no, for sure, for sure. They have a, they, they have something. Oh no! Right. No. Right, I don't so believe that, that there's somebody out there who's good at nothing. I mean, I think that like, nah, you ain't trying hard enough. If you think you're not I'm good at everything, at anything, <laughs> huh? I said I'm good at everything, regardless if I tried it or not. Spoken <laughs> <laughs> like a Leo. No, <laughs> Leo season. <laughs> no. Wait, are we still in Leo season? Yeah. yeah. Look, they choking me. <laughs> they choking me. But we do need to take, you know, our mental issues to be as a serious issue and not nothing to be capitalizing on it and to be getting fame and to be just be getting, you know, your name put out there because it is really serious and like it's 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 self-destruction, basically. Now, if y'all yeah, want to claim one of the that. things I really like about celebrity, mm-hmm. celebrity uh, mental health issues is that it just shines a light on mental health, which should. Be I don't like the celebrity mental. I don't like the celebrity mental issue. I don't. I don't like it. I'm not agreeing with it because Wait, I guess. What do you I guess with? Because I deal with it on the front front runner, you know, right there, and the shit that I experienced. If they didn't experience that shit, I feel like they cannot express nothing about a mental issue. Because oh, no, I should have wrong. It's, it's I should have a mental issue. Have, yeah, yeah, I should have a mental issue just from the effects of that mental issue experience. Actually being being the caretaker of a mental uh, person with mental issues is actually it predisposes you for all kinds of shit. Like right. hypertension. Right. Um, yeah, all kinds of stuff. It, yeah, being a caretaker of a, a person with mental illness is highly taxing. It's, it's, um, and people don't recognize that. But the thing is, when I tell you, when a celebrity does something, oh, all of a sudden everybody hears about bipolar. All of a sudden everybody hears about depression. And they're like, oh, that's depression. Oh, that's about, and they, and they learn about it and they become interested in it, you know. Charles, I, I, on my podcast, when I first came out with this podcast, I spoke about mental issues. I got a segment on mental issues. This was last year mm-hmm. when I first started my podcast. <laughs> now, a celebrity say they had a mental issue. Wait a minute. Come on. Matter of <laughs> fact, this is the whole purpose. This is the whole purpose of me coming, you know, with my, you know, mentor, with my business, just a touch of love, is to deal with that type of shit. Because that right there is the main reason of every, really, most of the things that's going on in the world is I mentor. We're not in the right space. We're not in the right mind. And it, it te- everything is moving fast. One minute, this is trending. Next minute, that's not. We're not taking time out to just just sit down and quiet our brains down, turn it off. I mean, turn everything off. And I ain't talking about, you know, 
you know, laying down, but the mind is still running because you you thinking about what you go do tomorrow and what time this is. No, I'm talking about just like a whole blackout, like the whole universe just been wiped away. <laughs> It'll never happen. (laughs) Right. (laughs) That's why we still going to have mental issues and bipolar and schizophrenia and and homelessness. You know, you think uh, we'll probably have a lot of less homeless people if they mental shit was right. Absolutely true. Um, I think that the statistics on that are crazy. It's like percentage of I think it's 70 or 80 percent of the people who are homeless have also concurrent mental issues. Absolutely. Yeah. Or, or either undiagnosed mental illness, suffering from mental illness that's untreated. It's, a, it's unfortunate with the uh, homeless pandemic. But you know, the, but the majority of it is coming from just drug use. And drug use. But this is the thing. We all know that when you have mental, mental issues that are severe, you need drugs for it. I mean, drugs help you get back right. And but so I'm talking about street, street drugs. drugs. Because they can't get <laughs> the medical drugs. And they, but no, they, they could just be, do coke and heroin. Could, no, but right. they could, they could have been on street drugs. They actually could have had, you know, a really sensible, reasonable life to live. But let's say they went down, started hanging around the wrong people and got hooked on drugs and had been on drugs, let's say, for 20-something years. And from in and out in drugs, it fucked it fuck with their brain. They don't know how to actually cope with society. Yeah, but that wouldn't necessarily make you homeless. But I do hear what you're saying. Yes, I, it I will. Know that that, I know that yes, it will. therapy is <laughs> homeless with that story, for sure. Yes, it is, because they stopped uh, it's, it's, taking care of their responsibility and start chasing a high. No, and I then, get it. Why, no, people do fuck their lives up and get homeless. No, yeah, and then sure. why they hide, they see and shit because they have been up for days <laughs> without no sleep. So that's where the schizophrenia come in at. Wait, hold on now. But the thing is, is there's a difference between the people who have those experiences while on the drug and then those who have those experiences while off the drug. So it's one thing to be like, okay, I'm coked out, I'm whatever out. Okay, the drug is going to bring those experiences. Because whatever's in your, the drug is going to bring those experiences because what's ever in your head is going to eventually come out. So those experience is planted deep side in your brain. Don't nobody actually know about those are the thoughts that nobody know about. Those are the thoughts you hide and bury deep down inside. So once the drug, you know, get chemically, you know, in your bloodstream like a ritual, those thoughts are going to start manifesting. They're going to start to come out. And the drug is making it, you know, come out. It's, it's, It's making it it's engaging in it because you know most people say they use drugs to forget no it's not actually it's not making you forget it's making you pretend like you're forgetting but you actually in that space yeah it's just coming out in your behavior while 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 thinking that you're not acting like that <laughs> <laughs> See, <laughs> that's why I said that's why I, I I I love behavior the behavior of people, <laughs> and I love studying the brain too. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting stuff. You know, <laughs> abnormal psychology is always very interesting. 
Because, I mean, it starts from somewhere. And sometimes you can just come into the world like that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, no, definitely. Believe it. We come into the world all kinds of motherfucking ways. There's 7 billion of us, almost 8 billion of us. So you got to right. think there's going to be some of the some of the copies didn't come out quite right. Right. I came into the world as an old person. <laughs> Who's been here before? <laughs> And who's to think, you know, some of the trauma that we experience could be from another lifespan. Okay, now you lost me there. <laughs> another <laughs> lifespan. Did I go too deep? <laughs> Reincarnation. <laughs> I, 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 I believe in it because I seriously do think I've been here before. <laughs> it's just, I guess, some of the stuff that I know and shit that I say. Shit, I ain't been to. Well, I studied it, but you know, well, I was just speaking about the mental issue. You would think that I studied at a university for that shit for years. <laughs> hey, the uh, what is it called? The University of Life, or whatever they call it. And that's all. And that's all it is. Just counteracting with people in different, you know, areas of my life and shit, and books too. But most of it did did come from school though, because that's some of the I had to take up some of them classes for my uh, degree. Yeah, dude, the things we learn in in higher education is yes, I'm all here for it. And that was basically one of the uh, main points of you know some of the mental issues that we having is genetic and our environment. Up, you guys, y'all got a full education almost an hour <laughs> on I mental health. Big ones, yeah. And and you know, if there's anybody that is dealing, like I said before, I said again, with something, go get some help. Don't be afraid to say, Hey, something is off with me, something is not right with me, because you know that can help you and it can hurt you in the long run. But the mind is a terrible thing to waste. So <laughs> tune in yeah, next time. That's all we got. <laughs> right. And once that go bad, you might as well be the tail instead of the head. <laughs> well said. <laughs> that's for my Christian folk. But uh, <laughs> tune in next time with Miss Natalie on Let's Talk. And you know I have something to talk about because that's what I do, people. All right. Bye.